Hello and welcome back. Today we're looking at the racist stereotypes surrounding MSG. This story was written by Andrew Lee. His pronouns are he slash him. As a former waiter in an Asian restaurant, I know how many people claim to be sensitive to monosodium glutamate, or MSG. Customers would demand that their meal be MSG-free to avoid the headaches or nausea, or weakness they swore they would suffer afterward, Mayo Clinic. Often they informed me of their MSG adverse status in the same way they might disclose a life-threatening allergy, not as a preference but as a serious, permanent condition with dire consequences. The MSG avoidant are real, numerous, and often quite militant. I have seen them and served them noodles. This isn't just anecdotal evidence. According to one industry group, 4 out of 10 Americans avoid MSG. That means more people stay away from MSG than caffeine, gluten, or GMOs. The cluster of symptoms afflicting the MSG sensitive is so well known that its name is even enshrined in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, Chinese Restaurant Syndrome. I'm generally against sweeping statements about what foods other people should or should not ingest. If you'd like to only eat a paleo diet, cool ranch Doritos, or food starting with a certain letter depending on what day it is, that's really none of my business. With all that being said, if you think you suffer from Chinese restaurant syndrome, your actual ailment might be racism, MSG notwithstanding. MSG critics largely cite one single study contesting its safety. In this experiment, scientists injected mice with incredibly high doses of MSG soon after birth and found they grew up with health problems. There are a number of common food ingredients that might be harmful when injected into baby mice, but that doesn't mean they're unhealthy for people to eat. Aside from the newborn mouse injection study, almost all the evidence for MSG's terrible side effects comes from decades of personal reports. The problem is that Chinese restaurant syndrome is only ever reported after eating Chinese food. Nobody gets it from tomatoes or Campbell's chicken noodle soup or KFC. Sufferers of Chinese restaurant syndrome aren't stricken after eating mayonnaise or potato chips or cheese or beef jerky. All of the foods just listed contain MSG. MSG is chemically indistinguishable from glutamate, a common amino acid found in almost every living being on the planet. If you feel tired and nauseated after eating a bite of Chinese food but not after eating a few Doritos, the culprit isn't MSG. If you spend life avoiding Asian immigrant-owned businesses but not hot dogs, we aren't talking about a medical problem but rather a social one. Ever since Asian immigration to the United States started in the mid-19th century, white supremacist narratives have associated Asians with disease. The founder of the New York Tribune wrote that Chinese immigrants were uncivilized, unclean, and filthy beyond all conception. In 1906, Santa Ana, California burned down its own Chinatown over fears that one resident had leprosy. In 2020, a man attacked a Thai woman on a train, yelling every disease ever has come from China. Much American coverage of the initial COVID outbreak in Wuhan centered on the bizarre and unusual livestock for sale in the unsanitary Huanan market, the equivalent of a Western farmer's market. Though saying you refuse to eat food prepared by Asian immigrants reeks of racism, MSG-related medical concerns provide a pseudoscientific cover for xenophobia. Asians have long been thought to be an invasive, unclean element bringing exotic diseases into the American heartland. This belief is an element in anti-Asian violence and racism, MSG moral panics, and in the idea that it's only white-owned restaurants who can sell the clean versions of Asian food. 
as natural diets and clean living gained popularity after the 1960s, it's no surprise that an allergy to a scary-sounding chemical provided a convenient vehicle for a very old racist narrative. But with rising anti-China sentiment leading to personal and political assaults on East Asian people in the United States, it'd be nice if some non-Asian Americans forgot what they knew about MSG. Take Action 1. Consult the No MSG Campaign, which aims to demystify and debunk myths about the common seasoning. Learn about the large variety of non-Asian foods that contain MSG. 2. Buy or download Chinese protest recipes to learn Chinese recipes, including some using MSG. All proceeds benefit Color for Change. You can find links for both of these take action items in the description of this podcast episode. The Anti-Racism Daily is made possible by contributions from our community. Join in by making a one-time or monthly donation. You can find us on Venmo at Anti-Racism Daily. Or you can give on our website, www.the-ard.com. Thank you for being here and have a great day.